Hello and welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. Katie DeSanto. Oh, right back to Katie DeSanto. You know, I got to keep you guessing. Weevil Navarro. Nope. Yeah, you could have done so. This I is a this no. is a, a Listen, week where you could have used so many different names. You nope. could have been Carrie Bishop. You could have been no. Um, you could have been Kane. Dick Caxablanca. Now you're anticipating, and I don't want that. Ooh, Lily I want Kane would have been a good one. Yeah. Lily Kane would have been no, a good one. I like that. Um, morbid. Well, a little bit. It drew, it drove the first season of the show. It made mm-hmm. him money. Put him on the map. Mm-hmm. All right. So today okay. we're talking about everyone's favorite uh, teen noir private investigator, our Veronica Mars special. But first, as always, we're going to be talking about the most pressing question of every episode. What are we drinking this episode? We have quite the selection yeah. this week. Yeah, Brian was uh, is obviously here in Philadelphia. So hello, hello. He uh, he brought me this. Um, Battle Cry single malt whiskey um, from Maine, I believe. No, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Very close to me. Sons of Liberty. Um, the Sons of Liberty. Yeah. It's delicious. You're not going to show your cask on on. Oh, I forgot the cask. It's in the other I'm, room. I'm going to get it. All right. Brian, Brian will do his drink. Okay. I will Katie do my drink. And then the uh, if you follow us Careful, on social media, yeah, you will um, know what Katie is talking about. I am drinking a delicious... A beer inspired by our choice of topics this week. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking Hop Noir, uh, which is from Peak Organic Brewing Company. Uh, Jim and I went on a excursion today to purchase beer, and it was an experience, a la almost a Veronica Mars episode. Mm-hmm. We went to a fantastic beer store, and then we went into a wines and more and in front of the wines and more there was on the sidewalk underneath the overhang of this parked on on the right in front of the door and And as we were walking up i said to brian i was like is this place getting robbed yeah i said let's let's roll with it (laughs) if i was excited then we proceeded to come out and there was a man on something yeah i'm not sure what and the owner of the establishment and a cop was there, and the owner kept saying to the guy, the gas cap is behind your foot. And the guy was like, huh? Uh-huh. So there was a man holding a gas container, and the gas cap was on the ground. The car was parked again, pretty much against the door of a liquor store yeah. with a cop there questioning him. And the, cop just, and the guy just kept saying, your gas cap is on the ground behind you. And the guy just kept saying, huh? Huh? Like he was on something. It was weird. Oh, wow. It was an adventure. Um so here, Jim explained, for people who are just listening to the podcast, you'll this, see a picture of this on our social this media is page. This a, a, a barrel uh, that my brother got me. It and is, sister-in-law. And sister-in-law. Yeah. Um, it is Com Majors Barrel Aged Whiskey, Scranton, PA, 2018, um, is what it is engraved with. It's very cool. So I don't know what I'm going to put in it. Right now, it's got water. You have to You have to get water in there. There's... All kinds of care and feeding for the barrel. It's it's very exciting. That's so cool. It's like it's a like new a child, baby, except it gives it. you good alcohol. Now we have two little babies. We have a, a puppy and we have a whiskey barrel. Yeah, and this puppy has been pissing all over the house uh, ever I since would I like got to here. To say that he, that did not happen until I left, and the two of you were in charge. Well, I don't there's, think that's fair no to blame me. I have no ownership until over this. You were in charge of the, the children. There was were pooping put, and peeing yeah. yesterday, and the children were put to bed in a prompt fashion. I, I also was here. not here. No, when I wasn't here, I came back to, to that. Okay, well, yeah. that's exciting. Um, this week's you fact check. 
Uh, just quickly, uh, we're all back from vacation. Well, not all of us are back from vacation. Unfortunately, one comm major um, member did not actually get to go on vacation, and that was Katie. Um, a fake predicted hurricane hurricane did Fake not news? occur and Katie well, could it not did occur. occur it just wasn't not on the scale and you were not able to go on your trip so what did no. you do instead well so instead of four days in New Orleans Jim and I had 24 hours in Philly mm -hmm. which we are still very grateful for that's like a like a movie title yeah, 24, 24 hours, hours in, in Philly. Philly we went to dinner downtown which was delicious we went to the love in Philly and then we slept for like nine hours without yeah. waking up love it and then we went to brunch the next morning and had drinks at brunch and sat at the bar at paladar in king of prussia and then we went to see endgame which was very exciting yeah because i, I hadn't it. seen it yet and you guys helped endgame become the highest grossing i know of all time. Sure. they announced you it, like, are the directly like i think mm -hmm. responsible I think we put for them that the i think that's amazing yep. um jim you were in new orleans how was it it was good. It was very humid and hot. Yes. Disgustingly humid there. Yeah. Jim's favorite weather. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I was on vacation as well. And just as a fact check tie into our Jaws episode, we did in fact see a shark. Mm -hmm. And it did occur. Now, when we say we, I meant my wife and kids because I was home drinking apricot brandy. They were actually at the beach. But there was a shark in the water and everyone was pulled off of the beach no. and these removed. These are signs of end times. Yeah. This means we are no longer supposed to be in the ocean. It's confirmed. Everybody get out of the water. Now, later during vacation, we went to the Mystic Aquarium and I learned that the area we were staying is heavily shark death um, alley heavily lived in by seals uh, yeah. so it in fact makes sense that, that a the shark was there know, somebody so was, was talking to me about how the, like the number of sharks that are just like within swimming distance around the coast the eastern coast would blow your mind at all times that's it's why you should never go to the beach I and agree. certainly not I ever agree. go into the water mm-hmm Never. Um, all right. So this week we are discussing one of our all-time favorite programs, uh, Veronica Mars. So we're not doing our traditional one film discussion. We're, no. we're talking about it. And this this was supposed to be brilliant programming by us. We were recording this. We were going to get it out. It was going to be out right before Veronica Mars. The new season on Hulu was released. Kristen and Bell, that bitch on her no. birthday, she demanded rude. it from Hulu to be That's released. Um, <laughs> no, it's not true. We I'm love Kristen Bell. Um, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't even like that you said it as a joke. Uh, we have supported Kristen Bell on the show. Uh, we uh, watched Dak's movie. The Kickstarter. I knew yeah. you were. Um, mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about the whole series. And it was supposed to be perfect so you could listen to it and then watch the new series. The new series has been out there. Just to let you know, we are not going to spoil the new series. So you don't have to turn anything off. We are not talking about the new season. I still feel like a lot of people aren't watching it at all. So I feel like maybe our podcast will make them go start at season one. Mm -hmm. you, which you should. Alicia started amazing. watching. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, she's going to love it. I, spoiler alert, think that Veronica Mars season one is one of maybe the top five seasons of television produced. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, it's really that good. good. Season one is that good. Uh, but for those who might not know who Veronica Mars is, here is Katie with her English teacher inspired rundown. 
as usual, written in T minus 60 seconds. Uh, high school gumshoe. I've already read Nancy Drew. <laughs> Many like me have shared this notion, but Veronica and Rob Thomas have some secret potion. A high school drama with murder, class struggle, sexism, and more. All this happens by episode two or before. <laughs> this show emerges from the 90210 and Gilmore Girls hell. Neptune, California, and TV land truly are saved by the bell. Love it. Very nice. Thank Nicely you. done. We've given you this now twice, and you've hit home runs twice. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, That was, that was, that was brilliant. Was very good. So, Veronica Mars... There's a lot of people that probably want to kill you over that Gilmore Girls. I know. I, yeah. I knew. I knew when I wrote it. I was like, oh, this is insane. I like that. That's a hot take. Yeah. Yeah. Hot mm -hmm. take. Katie hates the Gilmore I mean, Girls. Yeah. I never got into it. But that's like a legitimate hot take. Not like Temple of Doom is better than Raiders. Is it Raiders because of like the fake English like teacher thing? Isn't that like a thing in Gilmore Girls? I honestly made it through halfway through season one and there was nothing compelling me to keep watching. Yeah. It wasn't that like. I, I don't it, think I've I didn't ever seen a full episode it. of I just the Gilmore didn't Girls. feel. Well, and it was while I was on maternity leave, which was prime TV watching time. Mm -hmm. You know, very binge, bingeable time for me. Well, we will probably not ever do a Gilmore Girls special, I did, I but we will do it. the Veronica Mars special, which we're doing now. So as Katie uh, alluded to here, Veronica Mars, when we first meet her, she is a high school junior. Mm -hmm. uh, she is working for her father, Keith Mars, who used to be the town sheriff in Neptune uh, before Veronica's best friend, Lily Kane, is murdered. And her father, Veronica's father, accuses Lily's father, Jake Kane, um, played brilliantly by Detective Bayliss from Homicide. Love him. Another amazingly underrated TV show. Um, and we kind of go from there and we get a season with the thread of Lily Kane's murder running throughout it, but also a ton of standalone mysteries slash right. yeah. crimes of the week yeah like like in, let me just say the first episode uh, i didn't go back and rewatch the whole series but we watched the first i watched the first episode um with our friend aaron powers and in that first episode you learn pretty much everything we've just talked about already yes you already learn about the dynamic between the haves and the have-nots which overarchs this entire show and even into the new season um you learn about uh, Keith getting fired, and then at some point after that, Veronica goes to a party. She is sexually assaulted, uh, drugged. Um, she tries to report her rape to the police and is basically laughed out of the office by the guy that took her dad's job, who's basically an incompetent sheriff. Um, and just all, all around asshole. All of this in the first cool. episode. Spoiler and, alert in three season, C, uh, season, season three, season gets three. killed. Yeah. Well, that. Yeah, thanks, bro. That's why I said right spoiler alert. Yeah. Listen, it's not that big of a deal, and yeah. you're happy when he dies. But his brother becomes the... Yes, Dan Lamb, played by, is in the movie. Yeah, and who's who plays Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and they could be related in real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, definitely. That first episode is really incredible in what it sets up. It's clearly a pilot, because things, characters look a little different, and things change, but... They set up a lot of exposition without it feeling exposition-y, even though it, it has the noir trope of uh, voiceover. Yes. Uh, but it's done really well, I think. Yeah. Kristen Bell, interestingly, her voiceover work is 
is always good. I mean, yeah, she's, she's most known for another teen show that I never watched a single either. episode of, Gossip Girl. Right. Where she was oh, the really? Yeah. She's she was the, the voice. voice in Gossip Girl. Yeah, she was the voice in Gossip Girl. I didn't so, know that till last week. No. I never I only knew that because I read an article about her. Like I, I said, you I never were watched say, that. Because she's Anna in Frozen. Well, no, sure. but she's great in that yeah. too. But that's not that, interestingly that's not though. Uh, another Gossip Girl connection is uh, Carrie Bishop from season one is mm -hmm. one of the people in Gossip Girls, the stars. Yeah. And I don't know that show enough to know that's who it is. And then Carrie Bishop will come back in the movie, which we'll talk about um, later. So it's it's a show built on um, genuinely interesting and diverse characters, mm -hmm. completely. Unlike Independence Day, <laughs> yes, <laughs> which had stereotypical underdeveloped mm -hmm. characters. Yeah, uh, the secondary characters in this show, uh, especially well, in season one, though I think season two as well, mm -hmm. um, are really spot on. I almost can't think of a character, in particular, in season one, that isn't interesting in some way. Yeah, I think they do. Anything that seems stereotypical, they do is is purposeful, because what Rob Thomas likes to do is write you thinking that you know this character, and then uh, give them very realistic reasons to kind of break the stereotype and become something more not not because they never were, but because the character is just a lot more than you originally thought they were. Mm -hmm. um, and he does a really good job with that. And and in the first episode, he's setting up. He's setting up Weevil as a bad guy, Logan as a bad guy, um, Duncan as as like uh, as like a, a, an ex who really doesn't want to be an ex, um, and it's just funny knowing how all that kind of plays mm -hmm. out. Uh, it's really interesting. Although the Keith and the Keith Mars, her dad, her father, and Veronica, right off the bat in the first episode, you know it's that's like a special relationship, and and. It's probably besides Atticus, I think my favorite, or my favorite father in all of movies, TV, books, in general. Yeah, you well, and you get to see more of him, right? Yeah. You get to see, and I think it's a different, right? You having a teenager. I don't know. I, I would just put them in different boxes. Right. Yes, I agree. I, I think he's. It was Bill Cosby for me for a long time. I had to get. I had to chuck him. Some, so. Sometimes you just got to separate. Not Bill Cosby. Art. It was Cliff Huxtable. Cliff Huxtable know, was not separate. a sexual predator. It's hard to separate. Mm -hmm. But yes, agreed. I agree with you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, the brilliance. We're going to get into the characters. I think in a second. And where Jim came up with this idea, which I think is great, is kind of get to know the show a little bit through the character interactions of Veronica with people. But let's just talk about how. I think brilliantly, Rob Thomas takes noir stereotypes and twists them uh, because I think noir in general is not a genre that is um, received well by a lot of people. They're immediately turned off by it. it it's very much a, a subgenre in literature, I think in films and stuff, and a lot of people almost instantaneously are like, well, I'm not interested in this because of the look of it or the harshness of it. And he's able to do some things, I think, that are, are tropes of noir, but 
people don't even realize it because of how it's shot and and the types of people he's casting in the roles. Yeah, he he um I I enjoy the fact that um you know, noir is typically something that you have to make sort of uh you sort of need to say, "Okay, I'm okay with that happening because this is noir and like that's just how that's this genre of film or that's the genre of of book, but um, he doesn't do that here. These are very like real characters, and the sun. I mean, some of it does take place at night, but for the most part, it's sunny. Yeah, San it's Diego. definitely what they would classify more as like a neo noir, right. which is the you know the use of shadows is from a cinematography perspective. But I think some of the characters are very much in line, especially when I went back and rewatched it, because mm-hmm. um, I've gotten more into like noir literature and stuff since then really ties into it. Veronica is very much in the vein, and especially as she gets older through the series and in the movie and then in the And changes less than every other character. Yeah, but she really is what the private eye in, you know, let's say The Big Sleep or, you know, a Raymond Chandler novel or, you know, one of these books are. Like, her character, her... Uh, her her choice of people and the femme fatale is Logan in yeah. in a lot of ways and the you know the damsel the good girl whoever is Duncan and you know the police are crooked as they are and so he hasn't changed really the key players but the casting of how he went about doing it was pretty progressive for when the show came out to say we're going to take a major character who's always a man and we're going to make him uh, make the character a teenage girl yet still be able to use all the positive aspects of noir and put it in some place that's bright and hide all these things and he's able to use the core i think principles of noir but get yeah. away with it and make it mainstream for a lot of people so for me, um, I was skeptical of this show from the moment that Jim described to me what he was watching while he worked out in our basement and in our first home. Um, and so oh, my I, ex-bedroom, I the Charles in charge bedroom. Yeah. yeah, I went in expecting to hate it because <laughs> um, I, I don't generally love a lot of TV shows that focus on high school life for a lot of reasons. Um, and I, I love that every time that you think you know where something is headed, and for me, that would be the moment where I'd be like, and I'm done with this show. Um, there's a, there's a twist, there's a turn, but it's always, like, it always still makes sense, right? Like, the the characters still hold true, the... I don't know the development so like looking through the lens of like you know your your stereotypical characters you know veronica is such a round like fully developed character you know she is dark and twisty but she still like has such a heart and like roots for the underdog and you know wants to help you know get the bully sort of thing you know like um and she's such for me, an unlikely heroine, right? Like, she's not, she is not ever who you expect her to be as the protagonist of a show about high school. Yeah, this is a show, and as it goes on, she, it becomes more about 
her obsession with justice versus her ideal of like mercy and like just give letting things go and mm-hmm. she can't do do that which, which is, is great yeah noir. yes and yeah it, it's so good and and much like all the other noir like private investigators that you would see in in other art she's broken in similar ways right in the noir it would probably be past relation failed relationships and things like that and she has you know the failed relationship with her mother and the um and her sexual assault that really are dr- basically driving her need to to set things right can can we briefly and I, i'm interested in katie's thought about this the sexual assault piece which was a lot of the season the first season where veronica i want to say believe she was sexually assaulted and you could argue she still was not capable. She was under the influence. She's drugged. And we find out, you know, that's a whole twist. It constantly is changing yeah. who was responsible for that. But then it turns out that the person she slept with was her just ex-boyfriend of the time. And he was drugged at the time. Yeah. She seems relieved by that. Is that were you OK with that? You know, was that putting a pass too much on this idea that. We're going to have a character that's sexually assaulted here, and it, it's so, you know, so much affects who she's becoming. And then in the end, it's kind of like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, he was drugged, too. And, you know, so it was kind of consensual and you're OK with who it was that it was with. And is that a message that's necessarily good mm-hmm. to send or is that something we should probably just have expected from a teen show on a network and maybe that was a why they Rob Thomas was allowed to do that. Yeah, I don't know because you certainly have other episodes where you you have people who are assaulted, right? Like that's 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 part of the storyline throughout. And so I don't I don't know. Was I mean, it just she, too dark? You think was, was it just too dark? Maybe to have that baggage I, with her? You well, think? let me ask you this. Let, let me ask you a different way because I think they. I don't think they were worried about it being too dark. I think they wanted to use it as use, a plot, as a use it as a plot point to, okay. to, uh, to contrast like her obsession with, again, justice and getting mm-hmm. things right and showing that like, and maybe this is not the best opportunity to do it. It, but, it did drive story though. So that's an interesting, but just point say too. to like, like maybe, maybe let things go which that not again not the yeah. best opportunity to say like maybe you should let that go that's not the message that we should be sending it was interesting because when but. on first watch which was oh my god over 12 years ago probably i first watched it i didn't think much of it um and it's just under the most recent rewatch with the me too movement and everything and knowing what's happening in hollywood i don't know there was a few things it um with the rewatch in, in terms of the relationship. But let, let's talk about some of the relationships. We'll, we'll do Keith and Veronica in a minute, because I think that's an interesting discussion. Let's talk about Logan and Veronica. So Logan Eccles is um, a complete shithead, complete shithead, yeah. biggest a-hole in the entire Neptune High School, probably yeah. the son of Aaron Eccles, uh, who is supposed to be a kind of Tom Cruise, Harrison Ford-esque big actor played by. Uh, really brilliantly by Harry Hamlin yeah. from L.A. Law. One thing this show does, and they do it in season two with Steve Gutenberg, mm-hmm. um, is bring these 80s icons 
back in um, Leah Rem. Or no, what's um, Lisa, Re- um, uh, Lisa Reno? I know. No, I, no, I know like, who you're wait, talking I'm about. Confusing her with the. It's Harry Hamlin's actual wife. Wife is in it, and Lisa who's, Rin- Rena. Renna. Renna. Uh, so, uh, who is a soap opera star and I think is a housewife now on one of those yep. awful Bravo shows. That He casts all these side characters brilliantly, but Logan's awful. He's running a bum fighting ring. He's treats people like trash. Yeah, and, and Dick is just as bad. Yeah, Dick, but Dick Casablanca. Is so the names in the show that, like, are the best. You, you, there's like an innocence to Dick because he's such an yeah, idiot. He's, yes. And what's interesting... I think, and maybe the first watch being younger, and again, if you're not used to noir fiction or movies or stuff like that, I remember the twist when Veronica starts trying to help uh, uh, investigate Logan's mom's suicide. Yeah. And and Logan can't admit that his mom's dead, and Veronica's mom, who's an alcoholic, has left him and her her father and she's investigating it and they start kissing and they and I'm like where did this come from you know at first this doesn't fit but when you go back and watch and and watch how the relationship develops over the couple of seasons it's a very damaged relationship that makes sense based on the genre that this really is this is not your typical teen show or something like this and as a result it makes sense but it's a pretty effed up relationship mm-hmm. To say the least. But I, I, again, I think that's one of the things that I appreciate. And I mean, watching their relationship progress, I, I, I st- think I still do have mixed feelings about that. Um, you know, because I think the portrayal of the high school romance is a problematic area in in many stories, whether it's TV, movie, book, right? Um, so I think think I I like the honesty of this you know that the the relationship that seemed like it should have been the the one that lasts doesn't last and that she's drawn to this very damaged individual um and that that reveals that she is also damaged you yeah. know like maybe more damaged than him yeah as things play out i mean right. not this i mean and this is something in a non-spoiler way that i think a couple episodes into the new season once you get to it on hulu you see uh episode two in particular i think does a great job of displaying maybe how damaged veronica is mm-hmm. and i think people would be surprised that She's ultimately, I think, way more damaged than the Logan. Well, Logan is Logan, Logan is getting better. Yes. Right. Logan he's, is starting he's to grow up. Yeah. yeah. And which is interesting because when the series ended with season three, that was, you know, in some ways that Logan did not exist. And they they hit right. on that in the movie and they did a good job of transitioning that in the movie. I think it's actually the movie was OK. Yeah. Um. Was I put on our Letterboxd account, which you can follow us on Letterboxd, I said three out of five, mainly because it was such a good callback to the show versus the quality of a movie. They do a good job of developing his character. Let's talk about two other characters, Veronica's friends, uh, her relationship with Wallace. Yeah, and so Wallace, right out of the gate, uh, is the first the first scene you meet Wallace. Uh he is duct taped to the flagpole outside of the school by Weevil. Um, 
for apparently ratting out the PCH motorcycle club guys that uh, stole some things from his the store he works at. Um, and Veronica's the everyone's you know making fun of him taking video. Veronica cuts him down. He he then sees her at lunch and decides to sit with her, and from there, uh, you know they become they become friends, and she helps him in that. The first episode is about her helping uh, Wallace. He um, he coins right in that first episode the marshmallow line. Yes, which is really funny. Uh, so that if you're not aware, that is the the name that Kristen Bell has given the the fandom of Veronica Mars. They are marshmallows because he says, I think he he might even say dark and twisty. He might say, you think you're all dark and twisty, but you're really just a marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, which, he's, uh, and he's her kind of, I guess, quasi assistant. Right. Helping right. her in cases. He's um, the heart. Like he's yes. the moral compass, I think. Mm. Throughout the entire yeah. show, yeah. I yeah. think, yeah. in many right. ways, which is, again, an interesting casting. You know, the heart, the morality of it, you know, is usually played by the female character, mm -hmm. and they chose to go with a young African American man. And Best he does, friends. yeah, they're not, they're yeah, not, a, not at all, and they never delve into that. And I think that was and an interesting never, choice as they well. They never play, they never play even, even a moment where like that would be considered. Which they're I just, love. Yeah, they're just they're always interest introducing characters for him to be involved with, including Tessa Thompson, which right. is the first time you ever see Tessa Thompson, who's obviously gone on now to Thor and yeah. Men in Black International and all those things. We also have Veronica's relationship with Weevil, yeah, Weevil. Uh, which is uh, a fun character who still, um, you know, runs is a thread who's going to run through the entire series is, I think, at some point, maybe coming back. And I don't know. We don't know. Um, but that relationship is interesting as well. Yeah, when we meet Weevil, he's the leader of the PCH Motorcycle Club, which is basically a Latino motorcycle gang in Neptune and the surrounding areas. And, uh, you know, definitely part of the have-nots in the in that universe, which is, uh, they, they go by, you know, there's the PCHers, which is the, the Latino gang, and then the O-Niners are all the rich rich, rich kids that, that um, you know, Logan likes to remind Weevil that his grandmother cleans his house. House, yeah, yeah. Um, so season one of this show is the self-containment, and I I spoiled the murder of the sheriff in season three because it doesn't matter. We will not spoil um, who murdered Lily Kane um, because I really think uh, there was obviously certainly an an influence. I think of Twin Peaks with the whole uh, who killed Laura Palmer right, aspect right. of this. Um, that does come to an end, and they do a nice job. If I mean, honestly, if Veronica Mars could had only been one season, you could have felt, I think, a really great deal of closure. No, oh, yeah, I mean, you it, definitely and, and, wanted to come back, but he, they did a great job of writing a show, which I think they had to on the season. Well, they do leave it on a cliff. WB, yeah, but I, yeah, but you would you have been no no all the all the plot points, points are wrapped up but the character arc there there's like a hanging piece which yeah. they they could have just added a minute to the scene and it would have been it would have been done yeah so they come back with season 2 which was good i thought season 2 is very good steve gutenberg uh, Kristen, um that's tessa thompson yeah tessa right? thompson's in Kristen ritter 
um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Com- comes on to the show. Um, it- it's some really, really good stuff. I-, I don't think it quite hit the level of season one. There's a couple of uh, there's a whole mystery of their bus. There's a bus crash in the first episode right. and there's some other stuff going on in terms of why that happened. I don't think it hit the heights of it, but it was still there's some great character development of the Logan relationship and the Veronica relationship and Keith and Veronica, which is, I think, at the heart of the show, the most interesting maybe relationship oh, in some ways. Sure, sure. Um, then they run into the problem every high school show runs into. You have to graduate eventually. You, you have to graduate. And season three was shorter. Um, well, the, season three happened when the, the UPN w, yes. and the WB merged. merged. But it's a, a shorter season, and it's also runs into the problem with every high school show, which is any high school show, I mean, you suspend your belief to some level, but you have to get them all at the same college. They had to remove them out of Neptune. So, so many of the things that were at the core of what made it a great show mm-hmm. had to be sacrificed in some ways. But they added Ed Begley, didn't they? Uh, Ed, I think he was in it. And they also added Piz, um, yeah. who was, uh, you know, Piz a kind Narsky. of... Yeah. Um, and, you know, some other characters who were very good. Uh, Mac, who had been a little bit in season one and season two, carries through to the third season. Well, the season two, I think, is her big season, yes. which is the her relationship with Beaver... And it's sort of heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. Without spoiling anything yeah. too much. Um, but I, I've always wondered, could they have done, and I'm not always a huge fan of time jumps, but the movie, which picks up a good deal after um, the end of season three. Ten it was years. A, yeah, it was a Kickstarter yeah. um, to get made. It picks up with Veronica being a lawyer, then coming back. I mean, how she was in? How long was she in law school? By the way, what was she? Well, it said she, ten years. It was supposed to be ten years since she left Neptune. Yeah, but my point is, do you think Veronica Mars could have been better if they had foregone and skipped the college years and just somehow had Veronica coming back? Well, that was the in idea. Some way that was what they wanted to continue the show. They wanted to. Rob Thomas pitched a show where. They stopped. They did that one college, and it, you know they were going to get canceled. And then he said, "Well, let me do this. I want, I want to come back with Veronica as an FBI agent." Yes. And they passed. I guess they passed. They did yeah. pass. And actually, they make a joke about that. Yeah. Um, Leo, Detective Leo, who's played by, I don't even know the actor's name. Schmidt. Schmidt. No, yeah. From. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. He. I'm sorry. New girl. From New, new girl. girl. He. Who's great. And uh, he says, uh, I, heard, I heard you were in the FBI. Yeah. Because that was the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I was just always wondering. And the books, by the way, there's there's two Veronica Mars novels out there that are really well written, actually, if anybody's interested in them. And those pick up right after the movie. Yeah. And which I thought would have been really interesting, which is, you know, the kind of what the setup of this season is, which is in the movie. The movie sets up that Veronica is going to come back to Neptune. She's going to be a private eye, all this type of stuff. Um but I, I often just wonder could, if they had allowed them to skip the college years and you just kind of jump four years ahead of time and then Veronica comes back and she's a PI and, and you deal with all that stuff, um, where that could have gone. Yeah. Because it would be yeah. interesting. There was a lot of interesting aspects um, of that. One of the things that unfortunately is not good about the show is its decision in the third season to change their theme song. <laughs> 
Um, the Dandy Warhols did We Used to Be Friends, which if you watch the first two, is an amazing theme song. Uh, and then they changed it to kind of an, I, I don't even, the third, number. It's st- just like a remix. But it, it's yeah. like awful. And then the new one has a bad version as well. Yeah, I don't dig it. At all. Uh, the movie used the Dandy Warhol version. Katie did not like, doesn't like that one. I don't like either of them. Jim has had the first one on his playlist for years. Oh, you don't like the Dandy Warhol I, version? I, so I have a thing about listening to theme songs. But it like, wasn't a theme. Do you, I mean, I know we attached that to it. That was a song. Yeah, it, it's yeah. just a song. I, I just, if it's not the beginning of Veronica Mars, I don't want to listen to it. Okay. Well, yeah. that, that's fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. I mean, it's yeah. catchy. It's fine. It's fine. It's a theme song. It's fine. All right, um, quickly as we wrap up here um, on the show, what's everybody's, if you had to pick, tell somebody one reason why they absolutely should be watching Ooh. Veronica Mars if they have not. What What is it, what could you sell them on about the show? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. I think that in an age of bin, binge viewing, it is a show that, is the writing is so good on it that you can roll one into the other. Um, and, and that's rare, I think. There is a through line in each season, especially in one and two. Mm-hmm. But there are some just amazing episodes There's an, you know, that you could watch, even if you just watch one episode and you would say, this is great TV. Uh, and the one I think of is there's an episode where Logan and Veronica's boyfriend at the time and another guy go down to Mexico and steroids come back up and that the way it's shot is brilliant it's a brilliant moment of television that i could show somebody and they would be entertained um for just that so there are a lot of episodes like that and i think the pilot is one of the best pilots i've seen and and i think if nothing it's on hulu now and a lot of people have hulu uh it is if, if you can watch the pilot and by the end of the pilot you're not interested then you just turn it off. I, I think it's very difficult not to be interested after the pilot. I think that, so I think that leads into what I was thinking, which is I have a hard time thinking of the people that would not like this show because to me, it appeals to so many different aspects um, in terms of like why people watch TV. And I don't know. I think it's rare to find an art form that feels that way. That like, this is so good that everyone would love this. You don't need to just like crime dramas. You don't need to just like watching, I don't know, young adult shows. Uh, It doesn't ever feel like a young adult show, first of all. And I feel like there's so many places where it it like plays that line a little bit. You know, like this is definitely not written for... 12 and 13 year olds. Um, this is, it's in, it's, it has really mature content, but it's also the kind of mature content that like, I would want my teenagers watching, you know, like to me, it's, it's intellectual and it raises some really important questions, but at the same time has really lighthearted moments, fantastic character relationships and, all of the best stuff, like I think, all of the things that you would want in entertainment. Yep. Uh, for me, I will say that I was binging Lost 
at the same time I was sort of watching this and Katie and I were watching Lost together and this is when I convinced her to watch Veronica Mars too and I put the Lost pilot and first season on a pedestal because I think it's an incredible TV um, and I put Veronica Mars right there with it and has a better closure in the first season than Lost does the Agreed. finale is yeah, I don't, incredible. Yes, I don't. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I think those are probably, were they the same year? No, I think we I, we came to Veronica Mars a little late. Okay. I, think. I actually watched Veronica Mars off of Aaron Powers' DVD sets. Mm-hmm. She let me borrow them so I could watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that is our Mars. look at Veronica Mars. Yeah. It is every season is now streaming on Hulu and the film is available on HBO. <laughs> It's time for Game of the Week. This week's Game of the Week is Fast 4. All right, here we go. Fast 4, we're playing this week. We This week, we want to rank the following four things. We're looking at television programs with strong female protagonists. Okay, so here are right. four options. One, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble already. Why? I don't know. One, Veronica Mars. Our second choice, Orange is the New Black. Our third choice, Handmaid's Tale. And our fourth choice, um, for all our favorite CBS viewers from back in the days, because we feel like we always make fun of you, Murder, She Wrote. Mm. Set so, in my favorite wh- state of Maine. I watched what a are, lot of Murder, She Wrote. What are we ranking them on? Are, are like Just our favorites? Like, yes. Okay. So what is your favorite of these or, four with the female protagonists? Not like the female prote- We're not ranking not them the, based on the female the show. Yeah, we're okay. ra- ranking the shows themselves. All right. Who would, uh, who would like to go first in this week's game? Would you like me to go first to give you guys a second to think about it? Or is somebody ready I think to I'm go? Ready. All right, Jim, go for it. I go Veronica Mars 1. Okay. Handmaid's Tale 2. Murder, She Wrote 3, and Orange is the New Black 4. Okay. Oh, I feel like I'm very similar. And guess what? I've never watched Murder, She Wrote. I don't believe that. I don't believe you haven't I, ever I, seen I, You had I mean, to I've as seen, a kid, like, I've probably seen, watched like, an episode, don't you think? Seen, no, not, I don't, you don't think, think so. Uh, we got to watch an episode. We oh, I enjoy Murder, She Wrote. That was some good stuff. I just don't like Orange is the New Black very much. I, I enjoyed the first season, I think. But I also... I think it lost steam. I, I was with you, too. I think that first season was pretty good. And then it, it got started to get a bit redundant. None of the maybe. characters feel as real as... For, for Veronica Mars, things can get pretty off the rails, right? Like, as far as, like, craziness. But the, the characters are always pretty grounded. And, Agreed. And I would agree I didn't that. get... I don't think that happens in Orange is the New Black. Okay. I always... The, the thing I always got hung up on with Orange is the New Black is that it's, it is based on a true story. The, so there's a book first, right? Like she yes. wrote she I got wrote Aileen the book, actually. Yeah. She so, never read it. They stray wildly from that in terms of characters in the TV show, but they still keep her name the same. And they make her husband out to be like a total douche on the TV show. Jason Biggs. And I... I always thought that was so weird. I'm like, why? so like you're. Yeah, I but you know. know what? Most one of the things that I rarely, you know, as a history teacher, I'm fans of biopics, and we've talked about this before because of that. You know, it's it, they they skew it for storytelling, which I get because it's a film, but it 
sometimes goes so wide, and then people change, buy that. Is just like change the your idea. name. I, I like, agree. Right? There like, is there is no reason to right? actually like, call just that. Make well, it I do a that. Fic- like say like based on the book, book. The, and then, which is what they say anyway because right. they have and to then legally change everyone's freaking name. Like, I don't think there's any reason for us to pretend like it's a true story. Okay. All right. So how would you rank these? So four? I think my, mine's very similar. I think I would do Veronica Mars, Handmaid's Tale, Murder, She Wrote, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same. I'm in the same place. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I think this is almost a clean sweep. Yeah. The I think in terms of. Maybe actual quality. Handmaid's Tale might be one. Mm-hmm. That show is pretty unbelievable in terms of their acting and stuff like that. In terms of my favorite, in terms of like rewatchability, right. well, that's it. Like I can re I, I can rewatch Veronica Mars much more. Handmaid's Tale is one of those shows where you almost want to only watch every episode one time. I want to take a shower yes. after I finish one. Like okay. so, whereas like Veronica Mars, I will binge watch and be and like I can't oh, stop I can't watching Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's at some Tale. point, I'm like I can't. I can't that was I gotta, a bone of contention with Aileen and I because we got to it late in the game and didn't have Hulu, so we had actually taken season one and season two out of the library. And Aliens like, well, let's watch another one, two in a row. I'm like, I really can't mm. process more than one of these <laughs> yeah. in, in yeah, a sitting. It's, it's but I mean, the cinematography, the everything about it's that so show, good. the acting is Elizabeth Moss is yep. might be right uh. now. I you know I would put her as probably the I think she's probably about our age, probably the best actor actress of her generation in terms of what she's able to convey without word. Yeah. Like, she's like a younger Meryl Streep in some respects, I mm. think, in terms of what she does. And which fine, which fine brother is it? Is it, Rafe. it's Joseph? Rafe. It's Rafe. Yes. Oh, no. It's Joseph. It's jo- no, it's J- Joseph. I mean, yeah, it's Joseph. Joseph is, it's, yeah. In, it's uh, from Shakespeare Chuck, in Love. Yeah. Shakespeare in Love. Rafe not Harry Potter. Potter. Rafe yeah. is Shakespeare in Love. Yes. No, Rafe is Harry Potter. I'm Joseph so confused. Shakespeare in Love. <laughs> but Elizabeth Moss actually is a Scientologist. Which I forgot to mention very this. interesting. Something about being a Scientologist, you don't age. Because yeah. Logan, the actor who plays Logan, is jacked in the new season. Him and Tom Cruise, like, they got Wait, something going he's on. also a Scientologist? Yes, they got something going on in that Scientology, so, like, Here's the place deal. wherever it is in Los Angeles. I'm gonna throw Those Brian guys are... a, a wild card. You you can put onto this list, Alias, which, I, and I liked Alias. I know you did. Yeah, I liked and Alias. or the X Files. Yeah, you know the the X Files really team though. Yeah, and I feel like it wasn't until I felt that was really driven by a Mulder at, by, at the, the beginning, yeah, but they right, turn it right. into her. Uh, I, I, you know, ultimately I'll go with the same rankings as you guys. Though Veronica Mars is the most rewatchable. Uh, Handmaid's Tale might be the best. Murder She Wrote just down out fun, and we had to throw the CBS crowd who listened to us something. I, I mean, Angel they Lansbury love that. And Angela Lansbury too. is awesome. And Orange Is the New Black, I like about. I like when Mike Birbiglia was, was on. He on it. Yeah, he was on it. I don't remember. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he no. He came in and was like running it as a for-profit prison. 
I don't remember that. Yeah, I'm pretty. I, I could be was, wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was him. Well, we only watched the first season. Yeah, no, he comes yeah. in in like season three. Yeah, we, yeah. No, I kind of, I kind of ghosted that show with Aileen. Like mm-hmm. we were watching it, and then all of a sudden, I was just, <laughs> she'd be like, "Uh, oh, no, I can't. I'm and doing something like, else. I wash my hair. Yeah, I gotta do something <laughs> else." Um, all right, so that is our game of the week, Fast uh, Four. Um, all of us agree. Veronica Mars, Handmaid's Tale, Murder She Wrote, Orange and Only time ever. We've Maybe. all agreed. We've all agreed. You've, everybody's mm-hmm. got to be watching Veronica Mars. Why? Right. Why aren't you watching Veronica you Mars should. right Every, now? Well, Turn this because, off. Go no, no, watch Veronica Mars. Watch Veronica Mars. Go watch it right now. Weevil, do not. Well, actually, like, hey, share, Weevil. like, and share this first, and then I don't care if you actually listen. Also, follow Veronica, Veronica, Kristen Bell, on all the social media platforms because she's just a love. Yes, she she's fantastic. Her, she'll make her life. She's selling, spin drift commercial she's alone that you'll see. selling a lot of in, stuff now. During watching it on Hulu is hilarious. Jim laughs out loud every time yeah. it comes on. She, she crushes, I like on the, she crushes in, those the berries. Hulus. We have the Hulu with commercials. She crushes those berries. Man. With Hulu with the commercials, they run her. She's selling seltzer now, and I appreciate that. Yeah, that's what that. I'm yeah, Oh, that's the one. Oh, yeah. yes, the clear berries. She says okay. what Jim just said. Sorry. <laughs> I was you for a minute. I wasn't yep, listening. Yeah, At least I knew all the characters' names. All right. It's time for... Details. Five questions. You want answers? You want answers? I want the truth! What makes a man, Mr. Lebowski? What the fuck is the internet? What? Why? All right, it's time for five questions this week. Katie will be answering the five questions for us. Uh, first question, thumbs up or thumbs down? Marshmallows. Thumbs up to marshmallows. Thumbs down to fluff. Marshmallow fluff gets uh, the yeah, thumbs down. She, she, Katie gets some kind of uh, she. I don't even know what happens to her. All I heard is that there's an allergic reaction, which could be hives, could be pooping, could be throwing up. Mine's could, stomach cramps. Stomach oh, cramps. Okay. Yeah. I put some. Remember, like in the very early stages of the show, when I made that horrific butter beer. And I was I remember you got that. I was like, don't ever use marshmallow fluff. There was fluff. It is straight Harry Potter episode. Yeah, I think I almost went into diabetic shock after drinking it. It was horrific. Uh, Okay, here we go. Question two. Katie, um, would you rather be involved in an illicit relationship with Harry Hamlin or Steve Gutenberg? Oh, so hard. Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> Love it. So hard, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> this is so hard. Definitely Steve Gutenberg. Uh, would it be, here, follow-up question, follow-up question. Uh, Police Academy, Steve Gutenberg, mm. or Cocoon, Steve mm. Gutenberg? Wilford Brimley? <laughs> I'll go Cocoon. Cocoon's a little sexier. Okay, Steve's, he's got that yeah. boat, and he's yeah. banging that alien. Yeah. He's got a lot going on yeah. in that one. All right, uh, question three. Oh, if man. you were a Veronica Mars character, and let's all try to play this one, what would your character name be? So, question here. Are you asking which character would I be? No, no, or you, like get to make make up, you get to name. make up a new character that's, name. That's very hard. Because naming like, is not a thing. Yeah, oh, there's some great legit... names. It's a show with amazing oh. names in it. What would you want your name to be? All right. My name <sighs> is going to be um, May. Oh, I like May. Dark Rider. I don't know. Dark Rider. <laughs> Sounds very like you were playing. It sounds like very like fanfic. Yeah. Like uh, you're putting yourself in in like Lord of the Rings yes. or something. I like am that. not good at this no. kind of stuff. No, you are not. No idea. Night. I would want mine to be something like Trevor. No, you can't be a Trevor. 
No, you are I'm, not a Trevor. It's a show. No, like Neville's frog. Yeah, like Trevor. Trevor. No. Trevor LaFleur. No. You're not a Trevor. <laughs> Trevor LaFleur. Trevor LaFleur. That's a great Veronica. That's like an O nine er name. No. Like somebody would come to the country club. I want you to be a Declan. You're a oh, Declan. Okay. That could be. Declan I could be part of the. Uh, I could be part of the the crime family. What's yes. the Irish Fitzpatrick? Yes. Fitzpatrick's. You can be Declan Fitzpatrick. Okay. Perfect. Leroy Jenkins. There yes, we go. Yes, you can be. All right. Um, <laughs> Katie is a huge fan, a huge fan of TV detectives. Um, your favorite TV detective is on Andre Brower on Home yes Pembleton. Pembleton. Favorite TV detective the best. of all time. I would go with uh, Jimmy McNulty yeah, from The Wire. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to go. And but Pembleton's awesome. He's the, yeah. He is well, who I was thinking. I, I, no, I would counter with Lester Freeman. Oh, Lester. Lester's okay. good. He's Who's very, basically good. Pembleton. Like, that's the thing. Oh, is like I feel like those two characters are very similar in certain ways. I also have to say, though, not, not to rival Pembleton, Jimmy. but um, Matthew McConaughey on True Detective. Oh, is Rusty like Cole. Rust Cole. Detectives. Ooh, so ever. good. He's no, so and, good. Yeah. I sometimes forget that, so how good that is. That's I, that's one of those seasons that, you, I think, and I almost think of that as a standalone because it's in anthology, but that is, is amazing. Rewatch it. It is better the second time. Yeah, that, that show has show. stuck into my brain. I feel sometime. like I reference that show almost every day time in some kind circle. of a way. For example, we went to the art museum and we're looking at an exhibit on collages and so many of the things reminded me of the um, creepy little trinkets from True Detective. It's, it's all it I is. It's, it's unbelievable TV. All right, finally, our deep thoughts question. If you were Hulu and you could create oh, new episodes man. of any old TV show, what would it be? Ooh. I, I want the Cosby show redone, New Dad. Who, who's, who's the dad? Well, it would be Malcolm Jamal because you're not you're you're bringing all the people back. You're not rebooting I, it. I selfishly wanted to be Idris, but it makes, <laughs> it no, makes sense. no sense. At all. <laughs> no, we're not talking about rebooting. We're saying you're taking the cast you're just of a show and you're, you're bringing you're it back, back, bringing it back. All back. Um, oh, I just saw a a reconvening of a show that made me really excited. Like everybody back together again. Well, I hope it wasn't nine hundred two one. It was nine hundred two one. No, oh. that doesn't make me excited. Uh, that does no, that does nothing for me. Um, hmm, what was something that I loved watching when I was younger? You can pick anything. What's the show you really want yeah. back? I would say Homicide, but The Wire basically was Homicide, but yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. You know what you need to do? Break out the fucking wine bottles, get Richard Grieco on oh. the phone, and bring back Booker. It was only on for one season. It's Let's really bring old, it back. I want Scrubs back. I want. I oh want yeah, more that would be a great. Scrubs is a great. That choice. would be a perfect yeah, choice. That would be a great I'm show to bring back. Yeah. yeah, that would be an absolutely fantastic show to bring back to Who and a doable one. I think. Yeah. That's something they could That's absolutely do. All right, perfect. That is. I want five questions. I want a show. Which oh sorry. <laughs> well, you're the one I who want two. Said, All right, get two happy endings. Oh, oh good yes. show. Great show. Yes. Great show. Good choice. And. Always, always will want more. You got to know this. Guess. Maybe. Firefly. Oh, oh yeah. That it be... only got like 13 episodes yeah. and only like and eight at, of them aired or something. And they were out of order and it, and all that kind it, of if stuff. If it came so. out right now, it would be an absolute hit. <laughs> if if Netflix bought yeah. that, it would be this dog has to go pee. huge. I got it. I got it. Okay. Well, gotta, Katie's going to bounce. The, dog out. the, the, dog's new, gotta go the new dog's got to pee. Uh, we're going to wrap up. Um, Katie, this is really exciting before you go. 
you don't know what next week's movie is. I don't know. We decided when you weren't here. <gasps> next week's movie. A, it's a story of young pregnancy. Mm, kind of young summer love. <laughs> We're going to the Dirty Poconos dancing. for Dirty Dancing with yes. Patrick Swayze. Um, we're going to talk about a relationship I think that, upon rewatch, is probably going to have a lot of issues. <laughs> yeah. A whole lot of issues. Uh, but we go back into the Swayze wheelhouse. Um, make sure, as always, you like, share, and review we'll us. Subscribe, whatever. Yeah, if you, you uh, you know, we're we're popping up on uh, YouTube. Jim's been getting us up there, so you yeah. can see us on YouTube. You can watch us on Facebook. Obviously, you can listen to us here. Make sure you listen to our friends on Pop Addled. Um, and when we return, they next, love us, and, and we love them. Well, we love Tim. That was just my best Mike from Doom Thugs and Yeah, that was it. Well, we love Tim. Keenan, we begrudgingly love. No, Keenan, we love, but. No, we love Keenan. Yeah, we do. We actually really love Keenan in a way that we constantly. Fuck Tim. Tease him. <laughs> so be nice to Tim. Uh, we'll be back with you. And very exciting. Coming up in um, August, start looking at your Amazon streaming video. We're having. Amazon August on Commagers where we'll be doing all films available on Amazon. So if you have a film that interests you, um, send us a message. Let us know. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye, everybody. (laughs) 